It's gonna be a good day If you go the right way You might die quickly or solve a mystery Hey, y'all, and uh, welcome back to oh, What Would... Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Do? What's up, Chad? Uh, you stole my bit again. A what? That's my part. You stole my part. You did it last time. Right. And well, now you did it this I time. I thought that we could freshen things up a little bit and like keep, no. keep that change. No, that's my part. You want to keep... Okay. Yeah, no. You, you care that we much can't about do this? it? No, yes. Well, to be honest, I'm a, I'm a little tired of saying a choose-your-own-adventure podcast. Well, get used to it. That's what we do. You don't want to change it up a little no, bit? No, that's my part. I say, hey, y'all, welcome back to What Would Cherrick Do? And you say, a choose-your-own-adventure podcast. Okay, all right. All right, now we're going to okay. stop. Okay. We're going to go back. That's Intro fine. music okay. again. Okay, I Intro, hear... again? You want me to start the no, music again? No, we're starting the whole thing over. Intro music again. Okay. And we're going to start this Guys, thing off right. This. We're not. Chad, I didn't expect we're this. We're not. I want to take this book seriously. I do too. And we're going to do this right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm now sorry play, for stepping on your toes. Play the music. Okay. Here's the opening music again, folks. Sorry. It's going to be a good day. What would Jerry do? Now choose your own adventure podcast. My name's Eric. Now listen, if we're going to do this, we need to do it right. <laughs> okay? Uh, I want the same enthusiasm. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. Let's not do the theme song again. Let's just start, start from the top. Start from the top. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm ready. You got your head in the game? Yes. I'm going to get you, get you, get you my head in the game. All right. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Yeah, okay. I'm ready. Hey y'all, and uh, welcome back to What Would Cherrick Do? A Choose Your Own Adventure Podcast! My name's Eric. And I'm Chad. And uh, hey guys, we're back again for another adventure here on uh, What Would Cherrick Do? And like, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I think Chad is too. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm stoked. A little bit of an angry start, no, but no, he seems not to be, at all. We're, you know, we're pull, right on track here. Yeah, right okay. on track. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, another book here at Cherrick Studios, and this one is just like a... I don't even know. It's I have been intrigued by this book since I saw it as an option, and I'm very excited to be, to be reading it uh, right now. Yeah. But so again, this was Eric, totally 100% Eric's choice, and he's been really excited about it. Also and true. I was like, okay, fine. Let's see what it has in store. Usually, what happens is like I'll pick out two or three books that I'm kind of into, and then I like present Chad with the options. This time I was like, hey Chad, I've got like three choices here. He's like, okay, is one of them supercomputer? And I was like. <laughs> Yes, one of them, Supercomputer. And Jen Chat was like, yeah, let's do it. So here we are doing Choose Your Own Adventure number 39, Supercomputer. Uh, again, by Edward Packard. And uh, man, the cover is just insane. There's a rocket ship shooting across the top. There's a gigantic golden robot. There's a, a hot air balloon. There's a Russian palace. There's these, you know, like fighter people. A jungle? Sounds I don't awesome. even know. Yeah, it's just like everything and anything is on this cover. I bet cover. it's going to be great. So uh, I'm pretty pumped. I bet it's going to be amazing. I'm super stoked. 
Uh, do you feel like we need to say anything else? No, no. Let's just come we're, together. We're okay. Do you just, yeah, we're just going to come together right now? Yeah. Okay. As? Cherrick. Now, wasn't that better? Don't you think? That was pretty good. Okay, like, see? I, I feel like see? I'm on the right path. Yes, I understand. I, I, you know, again, like, I feel like changes here and there aren't bad. Right. But it did but feel, it did it feel felt, right. It felt it, great. It felt, you know, like, like uh, every, every other time. It's the tradition. Sure. I understand. Yeah. You don't mess with the tradition. You don't mess with tradition. Yeah. yeah. You got it now. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, now we're going to read this book. Okay. Okay. I'm already super stoked about this. Are you? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm a little dubious. Dubious? That's a good yeah. word. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, I'm very intrigued to, to see what happens with the supercomputer. Uh, but anyway, folks, uh, we actually won a contest last month. And that's why we are the lucky owner of a GenComp AI 32 6th generation computer, serial number 2183, name Conrad. Conrad. Yes. He's our brand new super intelligent computer, obviously. Clearly. And uh, yeah, we're super stoked about it. Yeah, like, I mean, like nobody else things. has one of these. Uh, yeah, so, like, it's not much larger than a television, because it's, like, miniaturized, you know, and how all, you know, wonderful technology is. And, uh, you know, it kind of explain what it looks like, uh, a lot of the same things. You know, a printer, comes with a printer, fantastic. Optical scanner, perfect. Uh, interactive voice function is great. Uh, but most importantly, folks, uh, most importantly, this computer, uh, has been implanted with a transthermal ionized neuroplasmic cerebral module. Uh, so I'm sure you all know what that is. Yeah, I mean, no need to go further. So it's fine. Yeah, we'll just move along. But it's super awesome, obviously. So we read our manual, and it's pretty interesting. It kind of talks about how it's like no other machine ever made before it. And there's no reason to learn how to work it, right? Because when you turn it on, it just it knows. Uh, how to function and, and it knows how to help you uh, make it work. So like it, it, we turn it on and we like tell it who our family is and who we are and like once it once we explain ourselves and who we are to it, it's able to function so much better because it's it knows who we are, knows what we're looking for. And yeah, sorts it's like of things. talking to Siri. Right, it's like your best friend. But it, like if Siri like really knew who you were and weren't just like one base robotic voice that everybody listened to right like yeah it's more like a movie her if you have, if you, if i was thinking of that, that movie yeah. when i was reading this description like, that's exactly what i was thinking right, it's I was straight like, where oh my, my God, mind yeah. went was that movie like spike jones read this book um so uh but then it's like hey caution though uh this computer is also made with genetic genetically pardon me genetically engineered organic biochips mm, um so like, like it goes on to explain that it might not be as smart as other computers, or it might be way more intelligent than the other uh, supercomputers that have been made. Um, and that Just it, like people can be different. Exactly, yeah. Like, everybody's different. These computers also have different like personalities. and Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, they tell us if it's unusually stupid or unusually brilliant to take it back to Gen Com Labs for adjustments. Essentially, is what the end of the uh, instruction booklet says. So um, we're like, sweet, and we turn it on, and it says, "Good morning. I am your AI's thirty-two sixth-generation computer. My name is Conrad." And we're like, "Cool, hi, Conrad. I'd like to tell you all about myself." <laughs> and Conrad's like, "There's no need. It won't be necessary." And so we're kind of taken aback. 
And then it tells us that he need here he knows all that he needs to know from voice print analysis. So like just by saying good morning. See, I'm I'm on the defense here. Like Yeah, you think he's already out to get us? Yeah. Think the supercomputer is just a bad dude. He's he's Hal already. Mm-hmm. Hal nine thousand. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're surprised at this response. Uh, maybe there's something wrong with Conrad. So if we decide to call Gen Comp Lab and ask for advice, turn to page five. Or sure. if we decide to try and work with the computer ourselves, we turn to page twelve. What do you think, Chad? Um there is no way on God's green earth. That I would call product support on this. You don't think so? No. Like, like I got some new tech. Yeah. And, like, it's a little quirky getting it set up. Yeah. Like, we just won a computer programming contest, okay? Right. So, we can figure this out. You know? We're yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, and we're like, a pretty smart guy. And how many times would he be like, oh no, one little thing went wrong. I'm going to spend hours on the phone with product support. Yeah, so, you know, half the time it's just useless anyway. Yeah, and then it's just like, did you try turning it off and turning it back on? And be like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. Do you think we can turn off Conrad? We probably can. I mean, yeah, I'm pulled the plug. Yeah, you think that's going to work? I don't know. Self-contained power source. I have my suspicions. Source. Uh, either way, I agree with you. Um, you know, like, we would just figure that, like, it was odd. Right. Well, and plus, like, if we got an unusually intelligent supercomputer, like, isn't that awesome? Yeah. Like, I'd rather have a super smart computer than a super dumb one. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. If he's, if he can tell Unless everything about like, me just from my voice. super evil, like, then right. we'll call well, that. Which we don't know, right? Like, we he haven't really investigated like, that. smart. Yeah. I mean, computers are pretty cold, right? They don't really have a lot of warmth to their voices, or at least this one is what I'm imagining. So it's right. like, it would be hard to guess his intentions because he has a robotic computer voice. Something uh, like that. Right. Well, although I guess it did say like he was talking in, in a pleasant conversational voice is what the book oh. says. So maybe it is more lifelike. Yeah, I mean, next gen, I guess. Okay. Well, uh, I think we've decided to go on to page 12. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just going to figure this out. All right. Gen comp, sorry. Maybe we'll call you later. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't call that lab. <laughs> this is going to be a hard decision, man. Yeah. It's wow. going to be a tricky one. <laughs> you sit there flabbergasted. Okay, I will. And I definitely still am. Try to gather yourself. My mouth was just a gape. And think about what you want to do. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I mean, they all sound so great. I, yes, oh I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, gosh. let me tell them what happened. Yeah. Ooh. So, um, you know, we, uh, we notice a greenish-blue light, like, slowly, like, pulsing in the middle of the screen. And we ask Conrad what that is, and he's like, that's my way of smiling. He's like, now, if you will plug a the blue cord into the telephone jack he's like i can get information from all sorts of computer data banks across the country mm -hmm. and so we plug it in he's like now he's like all right what do you what would you like me to do and and we kind of turn to conrad and we're like well i mean i don't know um maybe we could just play some video games i do love a good video game and conrad's like uh yeah i'm gonna quote this part from the book because he was making a funny joke 
He's like, you might as well buy a fancy sports car and then drive it around the parking lot or, or use the space shuttle to go to the grocery store. Brilliant. He's like, we can do better than that. Be like me. Think. Hmm. Challenge accepted. And so we take quite a while pondering all sorts of different ideas. Right. Options. And, and we've got our top three. Let's hear them. Okay, so if we tell Conrad you'd like him to help you make a million dollars, turn to page four. If you tell Conrad you'd like him to help prevent war, turn to page 14. Noble task. Indeed. And if you say you'd like to learn the secret of the universe, <laughs> turn to page 28. You know, I was, like, pretty on board with preventing war until you gave me an option C. Like, I had, <laughs> I was not expecting a third option for this choice. Sure. So, I mean, man, there's really, there's a lot of pros to each and every one of those. Right. Um, Wealth. Right. I mean, who doesn't want a million dollars? We could do a lot with a million dollars. We could do a lot. Yeah. We could, I mean, we could prevent war, potentially. But what if, like, I think we made a War Games joke earlier. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. What if, to prevent war, he, like, kills everyone? Because humans, at their nature, will always... Be warring? Be, be a warring people. Yeah. You know? He could go, like, Ultron on their ass. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. That's a fair point. Fair. I mean, I mean he's I a computer. He is. Hmm... You know, okay. thermonuclear war. Easy peasy. He's already tapped in. He's already like, tapped into yeah, data banks he's, across he's, the he's country. He's in the grid. Well, okay, or, well, what about option C? What if we wanted to learn the secrets of the universe? Do you think Conrad could even, like, tell us those? I'm a little upset that that question doesn't have us turn to page 42. That's true. That would have been a good homage. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on, Ed. 42. That book was written. Right. By the time you release this book. What were you thinking? But it's probably we just turn to page 28 and it's just the big number 42 on a page and then <laughs> it's the end. This is uh, Conrad, quote unquote, deep thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh man. So, I mean, I don't know. All of these sound like great things. They are all, I mean, really, potentially, they are all great things. Now, the million dollars is probably the most selfish. Yes, for sure. I would agree with that. Of the three. Uh, I think preventing war is probably maybe the most... Risky? Altruistic. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I feel like, you know, the pursuit of knowledge... Is really what's driving the, like the right, third one. Yeah, so like greed, curiosity, altruism, knowledge, curiosity. Is I really is that's what I feel like the choice is here. I mean, when you boil it down to that, I really like option C the best. Curiosity, pursuit of knowledge. Yeah, I mean, learning about the universe. I feel like it could be potentially really wonderful. If we learned the secrets of the universe, we could probably do the first two easily. Easily, you're right. You're right. So we're so going to... it's like C, all of the above. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so we're going to... Do you want to do, do it? Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Okay. 
to learn the secret of the universe. Because I don't really want to be greedy. Like a million bucks, yeah. a million bucks would be great, but it does seem rather like moment, like in the moment, like gut reaction, like oh, a million dollars, like you, you got three wishes. What's going to be your first wish? You know, uh-huh. those sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, of course, my, my first wish would be a billion dollars, but that's just me. We're like a trillion dollars. Right. Like who just wants a million anymore? Not... I would wish for infinite wishes. Oh. That's like that's like the that, that that's a cheat wish, man. No, but no genie is gonna grant you that wish. Ooh, I would wish for a thing that lets me return back in time to the moment right before I made my first wish. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, what? Yeah, right. Because it's like infinite redos. Right. Okay. okay. Like you could make a wish, see how it goes, come right back, wish for something else, mm. come back. You could live forever. You could that would do be it cool. all. Yeah, that's actually really neat. I like that. Genius. Right? Like, that should be a thing. Mm. A thing that lets you travel back in time to the moment when you made that wish. Right. I like it. If, if I ever you stumble ever across a genie. the genie, right, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's pretty brilliant. Just let me know. Maybe wish for me to have a billion dollars and then wish to wish for that. Oh, okay. Well, that's friendly. Yeah. Because I gave you the idea. True. I do owe you some uh, some back pay. Or uh, what's that? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, what whatever. That's fine. So I, let's I owe go, you money. It's great. Let's go learn the secret of the universe. I'm in, man. Okay. I want to learn these secrets. Well, shit, Chad. That didn't go well <laughs> at all. That was just a complete and utter disaster. I can't believe it. Okay. So we asked Conrad, hey, what's the secret of the universe? We want to know. And Conrad's like, whoa, (laughs) that's a tough one. And, uh, you know, he talks about how he's been scanning the books at the Library of Congress and, like, been, you know, looking over through all of, like, the access and knowledge that he has access to. Yeah, that made sense. Right. And, uh... He's like, look, I mean, I might be able to answer this question, but th- there's a possibility that's going to be like a dog trying to like understand how to read a book. Yeah, like maybe we get the information, but we have no way to like comprehend right. like, like maybe we'll what never it really means or understand. says, and maybe we'll never know. Yeah, and we we're like, well, that doesn't sound very encouraging. But Conrad's like, hey, give me a few days. Let me see what I can come up with. I'm going to tap into this advanced theory in, uh, institute at Princeton, and uh, hopefully... Something will come of it. And so we're like, cool, okay. Well, yeah, we're like, know, whatever. We didn't have yeah. the answer before, so we can wait like a day or three. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day, we come home from school, and Conrad's missing! Oh my gosh. Like, I didn't I didn't see this coming. Uh, this was a total left field. Shock. Yeah, I was like, Shock. what? And so, like, it was clear that somebody broke into the front door, and then thieves must have stolen Conrad. And so, uh, we're distraught, right? And then we see this curled up roll of paper near the door. It's a printout from Conrad, and I'm going to quote the text here. Uh, it says, I'm being stolen. If you call the police, it might put your life in danger. Have faith that I can escape and return to you. Uh, so we're pretty angry and worried about Conrad, because, you know, we're, we just won this computer. And now he's going to tell us the secret of the universe, hopefully. Um... And normally, like, we'd follow Conrad's advice, but can we be sure that he's going to be able to escape? Yeah, what if the robbers made him print this out? Right, exactly. Yeah, like, this could have been a setup from them all the time because they right. don't want us to call the police. 
How's a computer supposed to free itself? Right. I mean, that's my question. Is, is it like, like grow legs and walk away? Well, maybe it can like tell someone via the internet or telephone lines that like he's here and to come save. I don't know. I don't know. You can get somebody to you know, maybe. The, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so if we decide to call the police, we turn to page forty-five. Or if we decide to wait and hope Conrad will escape and come back to us, apparently, we turn to page 48. Well, this is just crap. I don't like either of these I options. don't like... Where's the option where we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and go save Conrad? Right. Like, let's just be a detective here for a moment and figure out who the frick took this computer, who knew that we had it, who would want it. And why'd why they take him? Why don't we, like, get on another computer, hack the internet, and go find out where he is? Exactly. I like that one. It's very right? proactive. It, it relies on our self and our instinct and wit and, and um, you know, wisdom and knowledge and sure. smarts. I mean, I mean, that's the best option. Let's do that. Uh, okay, let's do it. Let's turn the page. Oh, shit. That's not an option, Chad. <sighs> okay, well... So we're like 14. Yeah. We have a super elite computer. We had one. It, that has just been stolen. Right. Yeah. It's not in our possession anymore. And we have a piece of paper. And this computer has been peculiar to say For the sure. Best. So like I would not put a past him to have printed that off on his own volition. But like two days into owning this computer... Like, normally, I feel like if anything else in our house was stolen and somebody had broken in, mm. what is the first thing you would do? Call the police. Call the police. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, two days into owning this peculiar computer, mm -hmm. the peculiar computer, the peculiar computer, <laughs> I tried to make those words. The peculiar? Something. Peculiar. Sure. Computer. <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's not. It's a lost cause. <laughs> okay. okay. I could keep trying. One more. Per, per, com, yeah, no. No, that's see, a lost yeah, cause. It's a okay, lost okay. All right. You you knew it. Um. <laughs> like, do we trust his oddities enough to say like we're gonna follow this piece of paper that we found instead of going and going against our natural instincts to like. Called the police. I don't know. I really don't like the idea of sitting there and doing nothing. But, like, it. maybe we won't actually just, like, sit there. You uh, know? I guess that's true. Do you think we should try it? Like, trusting Conrad? Right. I kind of think so. Okay. All right. I might be like, worst case scenario, we wait a day, then we call the police. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> right? Okay, well let's let's trust Conrad. I I mean I think so. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Okay. He what seems like a trustworthy fellow. What page are we turning uh, to? We're gonna turn to page forty-eight. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. I hope it is great. Okay. Wow. I mean, that got kind of sad. Oh man, this is just not the direction I saw this going at all. I guess that's what we get for trying to understand the universe. Disaster. I mean, maybe we reached for the stars right. on that one. You like Icarus that? Do you get it? Reaching for the stars? Secret of the universe? 
Oh, okay, yeah. Th- yeah, like, I thought you were making some, like, computer no, joke. It was like a, was like, no, no, it was like a universe it. pun. Don't get it. Okay, I liked it. It was good. Thanks. Reaching for the stars. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it went a little over my head. I apologize. It's really funny. I'm glad you enjoyed your own joke. That's always the most That's, important thing. That happens a lot. Okay, <laughs> so um, here's... I feel I have... So much has happened. A lot has happened, In the three yeah. pages that I read. So yeah. I'm going to try my best to... Succinct. Tell you about it, but briefly. Yes. The first part's super cool. Right. So it's been like several weeks, and we haven't heard anything from Conrad. We've been waiting. Yeah. And then we see a headline in the newspaper, and it's like, Master Jewel Thief caught by stolen computer. Right. We're like, what? We're like, huh? And and so, like, not too long after that, a day or two, like, uh, two policemen arrive at our door. Mm -hmm. And they have Conrad on a cart with them. And they're like, man, I bet you're glad to have this guy back. Uh, He helped us. Uh, take down uh, Victor Ridwell, the mm. world-renowned jewel thief, by tricking him into giving away important info that allowed us to, you know, close that case. My main question there is, why did a jewel thief steal a supercomputer? Well, great question. That's, that's, uh, we'll never know. No, I guess not. Um, not your best decision, Victor. But But they're like... Yeah, so the computer. We have some bad news. Yeah, he's, he's not great. He's like, uh, the the thieves were pretty rough with your computer. They and bashed them up. And it's then we see a big dent in Conrad, yeah. right where his cerebral module is. Yeah, it's not good. And they're like, you might need to take him in to re- for repairs. And so we do. And so we do. We take him to Gen Corp. Yep. Uh, no, what's the name of this? Gen, Gen, Gen Comp. Gen Comp. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gen Comp Lab. And we push Conrad in on his cart. And immediately, you know, these two, like, scientist dudes who almost look like twins, like, take him into this, like, room. Like, like picture this is almost like we're wheeling... Our like mangled friend into the ER yeah, of a hospital. That's exactly what this is. And and he's immediately rushed away. And then the lead doctor. And then like the lead doctor dude. In this case, he's Slash, like the lab yeah, director, yeah. and his name is Bill McCurd. McCurd. And um. Yeah, he takes us away and like. And then asks he takes us, us into questions. his office and he starts asking us a lot yeah, of questions. About Conrad and, and like, those sorts of things. Like our experiences that we've had with Conrad. And like, but let me tell you, we had a freaking day with him. And um, and he's taking notes on his own computer, and finally, you know, we get through all this business. And uh, I mean, weird. You guys, yeah, we're, we're tore up. We're over it. Okay? Yeah, we're, it's a disaster. It's and been then, a long few weeks, like, not knowing where our computer was, and then we get back, and he's, like, super hurt. Yeah. And now he's, like, we go back and we see him, and he's bleeping out these ridiculous codes yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah, here, I'll tell you, totally, I'll tell you what it says on the screen. bonkers. It says, main program, hype. Require hype. 
main main hype system hype hype 10 9 9 10 doesn't make any sense and so we tried to talk to him we're like conrad talk to us how are you and he says recognition pattern 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 and we're like crab mccurd what's What's wrong, with, What's our wrong with our computer? What's wrong with Conrad? And he's like, well, in layman's terms, your computer's gone crazy. Yeah. He's like, there's not much we can do. The only thing we can do is remove his cerebral processor. Yeah. Um, in effect, turning him into just a normal, simple computer. Well, that's a terrible option. Is there another option, chat? So we could remove his brain. And turn him into a freaking vegetable. Conrad. <clears throat> and so we're like crying at this point. We're just tears, you know. And, and we ask him, you know, is there anything that we can do to repair him without, right. you know, taking away everything that he is. And, and <clears throat> Kurt says, well, there is, there is one thing. He what said, is it? We could, um, we could... Uh, send him to see Dr. Hans Zorba, who is quite possibly the most brilliant, intelligent computer scientist in all the world. He sounds like a circus entertainer. Um, but potentially he is more crazy than Conrad is right now. I'm like, and McCurd's like, you know, I generally try to stay away from the dude. Hmm. Like, that guy is freaking nuts. Right. But, this is the worst case scenario. And so, um, so we're like, well, hey, we have a decision to make. Yeah. We could yank out Conrad's brain. Yeah. And have a plain old computer. Alright. Or we could take a chance and try to go talk to Dr. Hans Zorba and see if he can fix Conrad. <clears throat> and you got like you can't tell cuz you can't see Eric but he's like very emotionally invested in this. I'm really I'm I'm really tore up. I mean, I would have I wanted to get to know Conrad more. Um so I guess I'm going to express how I feel in song. I can't wait. Go ahead. If you're all alone and the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free. Take, Take a, a chance, chance on me. If you do your very best, honey, ain't no lie. Gonna take this computer back, ain't gonna die. Take a the chance on me. Something like that. So I think we should go to this Hans guy. Great. Because, I mean, like, anything I can do to keep Conrad... I feel like if I were to try to convince you to kill Conrad, like, it wouldn't go well. So no! I, I don't want to rip his brain out. That's... I mean, look. If my father was dying and I had a slim chance of going to this crazy nut bar to help him, I would. I would. My dad might not like it very much. He would probably hate it. But I'd be like, yo, dad, look. We gotta try this. Because, I mean, worst case scenario, he's, not, he's a nut bar and you're still gonna die. So... <laughs> We should try it, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. All right. So we're, well, we're gonna do it. Hans. Hans Zorba. Hans Zorba. To Hans Zorba. Yes. <laughs> Chad. I love these books so much. Chad. Like there was no way. 
I thought this was going to happen. We keep just, we like keep getting further down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like I swear to God, every choice we make just seems to be getting worse and worse. And yeah, this is really fantastic. Okay, so it's so great. <laughs> so this dude calls us a taxi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, we're like, hey, we're gonna say, listen, we're gonna right. save Anything our we friend. Can do. Yeah, we gotta get. They're like that. one condition. I'm going with. To make mm-hmm. sure things work out. Right. And McCurd's like, sounds fair. Let me call you a cab. So we hop in the cab. But he was like, I still don't recommend it. He's like, I don't. <laughs> he gave us he's a final like, warning. He's like, yeah, one last warning. Like, don't do this. But okay, we're going to do but it. But we're like, nope, we're going to do it. Um, so we go and meet Hans Zorba. So we hop in the cab and... The license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. And we said, yo ho, man. Take me home to Bel Air. <laughs> no? Yeah. 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 I was trying to make another joke. It didn't work. I hate the eagles, man. You can cut it out. It was the Fresh Prince. I know it was the Fresh Prince. I just jumped the tracks and quoted. Never mind. Okay. Um. Anyway. So we get to Zorba's laboratory, which I feel like Zorba would definitely say a laboratory and not laboratory. Mm-hmm. It's a zaboratory. That's what it's it is. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. <laughs> okay, so we get to the zaboratory, and <laughs> and um, like if you pictured a crazy, evil, mad scientist in your head. This is exactly what that man looks like. Mm, mm. Okay? Yeah. So we were like, hey, are you Dr. Zorba? This is Conrad. Supercomputer. He's having trouble. Badly hurt. Can you do so? He just like, Zorba quickly like wheels him into his laboratory. Uh-huh. And, and we stand there watching. And he's just like mad typing away on the keyboard. And he's, like, typing in all these mathematical formulas that we don't understand, mm-hmm. you know. And then he kind of turns back to us because he kind of maybe almost senses that we're confused. And he's, like, brain damage. He's, like, those idiots at Gen Comp don't even know what they're doing. Right. And uh, finally, he gets Conrad working. Right. Well, he, he just starts talking to him. He's yeah, like, he's, like, he starts talking to him. He's, like, all right, Conrad. This is your new master program. You will obey my orders. Do you understand? It is understood, Master Conrad replies. And so we're like, what? That was a quote from the text. What? With the, he's, what are you, that's our computer. Like, you're what stealing you our computer. What are you doing? Zorba, like, that's, you He should dick. obey our commands, not your commands. Yeah. And he was like, your computer was nothing until I fixed it. He's like... It was only good for video games, but I, Hans Zorba, Hans Zorba, have restored it, and now it's serving even a greater genius. Mm. <clears throat> and so, like, kind of sensing danger. He's a conceited, wild madman. You know, we start slowly inching our way back towards the door, and he's like, "Don't you move!" Crap. And his eyes are. <laughs> This is another quote from the text. Are the wild, terrifying eyes of a madman. Yikes. Yeah. Like, we made it. This was a solid, like, whoops. Like, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Yeah, big mistake. Big big mistake here. Okay, but here's our choice. If we run for the door and try to escape, turn to page 93. Yeah. 
Or if we tried to intervene and get Conrad to follow our orders, yeah. turn to page 101. Do you want to know what I think? Yes. I think we should try to stay and get Conrad to follow I'm our orders. I'm absolutely 100% in. Like, I'm certain this is like a battle some of for Conrad's his, like, soul. original programming is still there. Yeah, he still has some good in him. We can save him, right? Yeah. We can save him. There's still good in you. I yes, can sense it. I, we can sense it. We can sense that Conrad is still our friend. And that no matter what Zorba did, we can get him back. And I'm not going through all this crap to just give up on him and run away. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> How do you really feel? I really feel <laughs> like we're going to save him and take him home and be his best friend like it always should have been. Because screw this Zorba guy. He doesn't deserve this computer. Okay. I mean, I'm down. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like we should run away. Heck no. We need to save our friend. Yeah, we're on the same page here, and that page is... 101. This is a very fun choice. I'm actually really excited I'm, about this. This We're going to have some great debates. We are. It will be a great debate. Mm, I am a master debater. Okay. So. So. Definitely we happen. cry out to Conrad. We're like, Conrad, what what can I do? Help me. And he's like, certainly I will. But before he, he has a chance to, Zorba gets us in like a headlock grip and drags us up two flights of stairs and chucks us in an attic with no lights yeah. and slams the door and we hear it bolt shut. You know, in hindsight, like, what were we really planning for Conrad to do to help us? I don't know. And he, and Zorba is like, you'll stay here until I want you. He's like, which maybe never. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to go eat some pickles. (laughs) And, okay, so we hear the door bolt behind him. and, And our eyes, like, adjust to the light of this attic. It's very dimly lit. We see some... Like slats, like furnace slats in the wall, uh-huh. like where like air and like some light is getting in. Yeah. Um, and we see a lot of like boxes of like random crap that's been stored up here over the years. Okay, so what's some of the random crap that we find? Uh, let me tell you what we managed to find. Okay. Some matches. Yeah. A lot of old newspapers. Check. A hammer. Check. A quarter inch drill. Check. And 40 feet of 3 eighths inch rope. Check. Okay. This is what we have. Oh, and the slats, like, before you get any crazy ideas in your head, like, one, we tried to kick them in. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't break them. And if we could break them, we couldn't fit through the slats, you know, to, like, get away. Right. And even if we were small enough to fit through there, we it's far too far to, like, jump to get out of here. Okay? So just... We're too high up. Rule it out. Got it. Okay? Okay. Done. Stop even thinking. Uh, stop it. Stop thinking okay. about How it. How did you know I was still thinking about it? Because I... Stop reading my mind. one mind. I have your thoughts in my head always. <laughs> Sturbing. Cherick brain meld. Okay. So, here's our choice, mm-hmm. which is very interesting, yeah, and I love it. Super intriguing. If we decide on a plan, mm-hmm. using the matches... Newspapers and a hammer. Yes. 
turn to page 91. If we decide on a plan using the rope, the drill, and a hammer, mm -hmm. turn to page 104. Okay. I so, would like to point out that this is the second book in a row where we've been trapped in an attic. Yeah, it's a it's a not great reoccurring theme. Not great. I'm hoping <laughs> we'll just go two for two on this and move along from uh, being trapped in attics from here on out. <laughs> uh, that being said, I really feel like we could do a lot more with this rope and drill and hammer. Okay, like what would you do with it? Well, I mean, for sure, I would try to smash my way through the slats. Uh -huh. um, maybe try to like take the whole thing off of the wall if it's held in by screws. We could sure. just like drill it up and move uh -huh. it away. Then we use the rope to climb down from the attic through the shaft. Sure. Um, it's much too small. Yeah, you don't think they were going to be able to fit? I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I can't really see a good scenario where we use newspapers and matches to get out of here alive. Like, what are we going to do? Start a fire in an attic where we're locked inside? Yeah, but maybe he, like, comes to, like, put out the fire before his whole lab gets burned down and then we escape. Right, but, like, how... If we're two levels up, Grant, like, assuming he's gone back down to Conrad, how long is it going to be before he realizes his attic Like, the smoke fire? will go down the ventilation shaft. Yeah, great. And we're in the attic. Where's it going to get smokiest first? We're well, going to die of asphyxiation. We can use some of the newspapers to create, like, a... You know, a, a mask to go over our mouth to filter the air. Okay. And then when he comes into the attic, we smash his head in with a hammer. Yep. Okay. All right. And then we lock him in there to die of asphyxiation. And we take Conrad. Bingo. Okay. That could work. The old, it's a fire diversion. Mmm. Classic. I feel like it's got a lot of risk involved. It is pretty risky. I think it. I feel like it's got more risk than than, in my opinion, trying to fit through a small air shaft and climb down a rope to freedom. Do you remember that one time when we were in an air shaft trying to spy on someone? I don't actually remember that. No. What nope. are you talking about? We were in a uh, aquatic. Lab. Oh, are you talking about War with the Evil Power Master? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, part one. Okay. Well, yeah, but like we got ourselves. We got into that discovered in that HVAC shaft. Yeah. Right, but he's not. What? Is, he's not gonna be up in the attic air shaft looking for us. I don't know. He's locked us in the attic. He think he won. He 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 think he won. <laughs> he think he won. He think he won. He don't know. He don't know nothing. He don't know. Yeah. He think he know. He don't know. <laughs> we know. We know we gonna escape. You know. But even if we do get out, how are we going to get Howard? I mean, Conrad. Well, I think we can get Howard Conrad by smashing his head with a hammer still. Or we have a drill. We can just drill right into his brain. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're getting a little it's gruesome. It's but... getting dark. Look. If we manage to escape the attic. Right, he's so confident. He would never see us coming. We can just sneak Conrad out of there. So just like one step at a time. Yeah. Like we just wait until Zorba falls asleep or goes for a snack. And then we just take Conrad and bolt. 
You know? I don't know. I still like the fire plan. We can go with the fire plan. I'm willing to trust you on that. I feel like it's I feel like it's a solid plan. I think it's I like feel like it has more prove it like time tested. Okay. I feel like there's a lot more variables where things could go wrong in this plan. We could start the fire in the vent because we have the hammer. We could smash the slats, shove some newspapers down there. Okay. Okay, I like that. That's good. That's good. And then drop a match and light the newspapers on fire in the vent. Okay. So he thinks there's a fire everywhere and he comes up to see what we've done. And then we smack him with the hammer. Mm. Bolt through the door. Not unlike Melissa the cat bolted between our legs in True. the last oh. book. Oh. And then we lock him in there and turn him into a mouse and eat him later. Right. Or just let him burn to death. Whatever. It's fine. Either but if one. we start the fire in the vent, like, small chance the whole house is going to burn down, you know? It's like a metal vent. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd have to come back with a flamethrower. It, it should contain the fire. It's like starting a fire in a fireplace. It should be fine. It'll just be smoky. Okay. Well, let's do it. Okay. I'm so excited. Let's get fired up. I love starting fire. All right. Well, I'm going to read this portion. Okay. Oh boy. Well, um not our most brilliant plan. Sorry? That did not go the way that we had planned. Sorry? Well, because they my plan would have well, worked. We chickened out. That's what happened. Yeah, we're chicken shit. Yeah. Well, we were for that moment. It's fine. We all have moments of doubt and, so, and horror. For a moment, we consider my great plan of starting a fire in the attic. Yeah. And then we decide, no, no. It's far, too, far dangerous. too dangerous. Far too dangerous. It is almost as if Ed Packard wrote down Eric and I's exact conversation. <laughs> where I'm like, start a fire in the attic, and Eric's all, mm, no, I don't know. It's that's a little dangerous. pretty dangerous. It's, it's pretty all, risky. It's, I don't know about I that. I don't know about that one. <laughs> pretty risky. Maybe we should do a totally different lame ass plan. Oh, okay. Uh, excuse me. The rope plan would have worked very uh, yeah, successfully. Yeah, but we didn't switch over to the rope plan. No, we didn't because we went the fire. I trusted you with the fire plan. Well, I didn't know we were going to be a scaredy cat. Well, instead of lighting anything on like the house on fire, what we did was smash open the ventilation sure. shaft. Sure, and we were going to use like smoke signals. We right. were going to chuck pieces of burning newspaper out, and surely somebody would see. The flames and the smoke and, like, send rescue. Why didn't we just wait until somebody was passing by? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, a, an alley or, like a, like, a garden. Maybe we couldn't really see. I don't know. Well, anyway, it didn't work. Anyway, after a while, nobody came. We ran nobody out of newspapers. Nobody rescued us, and we ran out of newspapers. Yeah. And, uh, and here's the last sentence, which I thought was funny. Uh, the end of your story will depend on whether or not you can think of another idea. The end. Well, so much for that. Yep. Uh, so we are to our first, uh, ending. Yowza. So, uh, while, while we think about what we are mm, going to go back to. want to go back to, Yes. Um, let me just take a brief minute to remind you guys about a few things that we like to remind you about. So, um, we love that you're listening to our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're thank enjoying you, thank this you, thank you. book as much as we are. I was a bit skeptical on Supercomputer, but let me tell you, I'm so into it. <laughs> um, but 
Um, while you're checking us out, uh, don't forget to pop on over and visit us at facebook.com slash podcast. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Cherry Podcast, or if you would like to shoot us an email and tell us how much you love us or how big of idiots we are for trying to light an attic on fire, <laughs> um, you can shoot us an email at uh, cherrypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you think you could have done this book better than we did, feel free to go get it, read it, and tell us what happened. If you know uh, me personally, you can borrow it from me because I own this one. There so there's also that. You can check it out from Cherry Studios. <laughs> Uh, we have a very strict rental policy. Yeah, well, you first have to apply for a membership card. Yeah. And that process is... The monthly fee whew. is also pretty uh, immense. So. And, and really, the trials. Yeah. It's totally worth it, though. Totally worth you it. You should definitely think about it. You can become, like, the third member of Cherrick Studios. Right now, it's just the two of us. We're the yes. only ones who have ever passed. Right, yeah. No, it's just been Cherrick so far, so, uh, you know... Go us. Go us. <laughs> um, okay, so all that business out of the way. Uh, Eric. Yeah. So what do you think? So we could. Okay, we could. We could go all the way back. We could go all the way back. And, and while, you know, searching for the answer to the secrets of the universe was a noble quest. It did indeed. not go well. Things really went south as soon as we as, chose As soon as we chose it, yeah. As soon as we chose it. Wasn't even like a chance. So we could we could try to prevent war. We could go back. Try to end all war. We could. Um we could stay with our current storyline. If we you know? stayed with our current storyline. And and we could choose to kill Conrad? We could and just have a normal computer. That sounds awfully boring. Honestly, if we stay with our current, you know, line of trajectory. Yep, so sticking with the storyline that we started by saving, searching for the answers to the universe. We should go for the rope plan. You think? Yeah, I think. I mean, that was just the other half of this choice. Like, we can go... Well, look, go back further. We we could, but then that would like the first choice of this one would be call the police, right? We would call the police instead of waiting for Conrad. Oh well, that could be a good option. It could be a good option. Maybe they You're could right. find Conrad before he gets hurt. That's very true. But then, yeah, the next two choices are just kill Conrad or run away, and then or or kill Conrad or save Conrad, mm -hmm. and then run away or save Conrad. Oh. Yeah, so we both have of those. kill Conrad, run away. We're just so right. really. Like we could, we, we could call, call the, the cops when yeah. he was stolen for sure. Which we, you know, it's not a bad we, option. We considered it. It's not a bad option. Or, or we come up with a different idea from this last ending to with get the ourselves rope. out of this. Yeah, like we still have an option B here. I'm just worried. I'm worried that both of these ending, both of these choices from the last one are like maybe endings. Both of them? You think so? Well, it's just we went really far into the book. You know, we had a lot of choices, and mm. if I know these books well at this point, I feel like they're both endings. Or it's going to be like one more choice, and then and then an ending. You know. Right. So you'd rather go call the police? 
It just depends. I mean, I'm down for your rope plan. Like, my fire plan was dumb. Yeah, well, I like to agree with that. Let's go with your rope plan. Yeah? You want to try it? Okay. You tried mine. I mean, I feel like the rope plan could really work. To okay. our benefit. We're going to go back. We're just going to go back to the last one. Yeah. The the light of fire in smash him over the head plan. Yeah. Didn't go well. I'm going to give Eric the book. So, is this... All right. We're going for the rope plan. We're, we're going to page just, 104. We're just going to go back to the rope plan. Yeah. We're going to get out of this attic, darn it. Okay. If this was like a cheesy 80s movie, it would be perfect. I'm dying. I can't. Tell him. Okay. Tell him what happened. Okay, everyone. I'm going to try to get myself put back together. <laughs> so, we grab the hammer, right? And we quickly knock out the slats of the ventilation thing. And uh, it's not wide enough, so we can't shimmy through it. But uh, instead, we decide we're going to drill enough holes close enough together to enlarge the opening. Brilliant. Like, I didn't think of that. I, that wouldn't have been the first thing on my mind, either. Um, it's hard at first, because the drill keeps slipping into the next hole, but we get better as we go. And eventually, we're able to kick out the part of the wall and uh, get out uh, through our hole. And we tie the rope around part of the attic, and we make sure that it's nice and taut and that it will hold our weight. And then we toss it out the hole, we shimmy down the rope, and we run for it across the field to a highway. And there's a gas station that we go to. It's just 100 yards down the road. And Chad was upset that they yeah, didn't like see our smoke signals. Yeah, like, why couldn't they see, like, yeah. our smoke signals? Nobody They're only cared 100 about our yards away. Signals. Come on, you guys. Come on! And My so, plan was good. We get to the gas station and we go inside and we're like, yo, attendant, we like tell him our whole story. And he immediately calls the police. And as the police car pulls up, the gas attendant's like, you're a pretty smart kid. And so we look at him and we're smiling, right? And we tap our head with our finger and we're like, I've got a supercomputer up here. And our brain. And uh, that's the end. That's the end. Chad was right. Uh, definitely both endings. He knew what he was talking about. Uh, I've got a supercomputer up here. But look, man, as far as I'm concerned... And then concerned, it's like, like freeze frame, yeah, like and then, credits and comic sands, like... Boom, but they can take a doo doo and the Cherk podcast theme plays at the end. And, and you're um, like, I've got a supercomputer up here. Freeze race, leaving a not heat, walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? It's Believe it or not, it's just me. That was really great, Chad. Thanks. So that's it. We don't that's even, the end. We no. don't have another choice to go back to. No, that I one's mean, on me, guys. We, uh, we were in that. We know we were running that risk. That's true. When we went back to this. Uh, I would say totally worth it, though. I mean, 
we all assumed, we all assumed the book was called Supercomputer because of Conrad. Right, but it was really Little because of us. Little did we know it was yeah. really because of us. It's because our brain. we've got a supercomputer super up here. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Like Conrad is still um, under the control of the mad scientist. Yeah, but it's fine. He's I guess. probably going to be used to destroy the world. But I mean, what else? After all of this, we're though, alive. Like, I'm glad that we've at least been able to like come to the point where we're really okay with it, and that just getting out with our life is good enough. For like us. we're alive. And yeah, like we really we did. We told the cops we, what was up. We went on a ridiculous journey for our supercomputer, and even though we came away without it, like we got out of that attic, we're alive. We know that we're super smart. And uh, can get out of sticky situations. That was just... This is an interesting book. I feel like... I'm... Like, there's so many different ways that this book could have gone. Yeah. And I really want to know more of them. Because this one was so unique and intriguing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I did... This is one of those books, again, where you, like, didn't really have any idea what was going to happen. No right? clue. Like, like, there's no no idea. Right. And I kind of really liked that about it. Um, and boy, that was an interesting adventure, Chad. It was indeed. Uh, like, lots of yeah. unforeseen things happening. For sure. Jewel thieves busted, like, evil mad scientists, like, yeah. a very, like, touching moment with us and our computer in the ER where we're trying to decide to save his life or not. Yeah. Uh,. There's some good drama in this book. This was like one of the best episodes of Grey's Anatomy that you've ever watched. That's the truth. You know? It's like the one where George died. I don't know anything about that show, but... Well, spoiler. Right. Thanks. You're welcome. I am really sad, though, that we didn't get any sort of action on this hot air balloon that's on the cover. I wish that we would have gotten to ride your hot air balloon. Well, we could have if we would have gotten a million dollars. That's probably true. We really should have just been selfish. Screw other people. That just really goes to show you, you know, like, what you get for trying to learn the secrets of the universe and know all the things Like, maybe about we life. bit off a little bit more. We should have, like, right. taken it down... Well, I think I even asked, One like, level. would a computer even know the answer to that? I guess we really should have thought about Hitchhiker's Guide and been yeah. like, that was the super, super computer ever, and all it came up with was 42. Yeah, but we didn't, just you know, didn't know the question. I mean, I guess that's true. We knew the answer. We just, I don't know. Fair enough. So... Anyway, I I mean that's I think that's it for this one. You well, know. guys, I think the moral, maybe we'll come the, back to the it, moral you guys. of this tale is a supercomputer is only good for so much, you know. Sometimes you got to use what's right. up yeah, here. You got to use your own noggin. Sometimes the best supercomputer is the one in your own head. Oh my gosh! And on that nugget of wisdom. Hey, it's been good to have you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cherik. I mean, what would Cherik do? Or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, you want to admit what I stood. It's fine. So we're going to sign off here. Uh, we'll catch you next time for another wonderfully intriguing book. With Cherrick. And uh, yeah. Have a good one, y'all. Bye, y'all. Peace, love, and Cherrick.